0: hello welcome to another episode of top of Air hikes we're going to highlight another trail today i love talking about trails i love interviewing the people who are part of the professional staff of these trail organizations the people who have hiked these trails and i do enjoy it because i'm always looking for the next trail to hike I've got this long bucket list of places. I'm always thinking, yes, I want to hike that trail. That looks like a nice trail to hike. Well, today we're going to talk about a trail that's on my bucket list and could happen this year for me. I've narrowed my possibilities of hiking down to two destinations this year. I'm either going to hike through New Hampshire on the Appalachian Trail from Vermont to Maine or Hike the Northville Placid Trail, which is something I've been looking at for, oh, well, maybe the, next, the last three or four years. So let's talk about the Northville Placid Trail. And maybe you can help me make up my mind here which one I want to hike. Northville Placid Trail is 138 miles. When I look at that, I think I could do that in two weeks. When I look at the elevation changes and the terrain, I can do that in two weeks. It's a north-south trail. The southern terminus is in Northville, New York, the northern terminus, Lake Placid. The Northville-Placid Trail was constructed between 1922 and 1923. It was the first project undertaken by the newly formed Adirondack Club. Its founder was Standard Oil Company executive and first president of the Adirondack Club, George D. Pratt. The trail, its terminuses were based on transportation of that day, railroad. They were train stops, so it was easy for somebody to take the train to and from the trail. In fact, if you're hiking this northbound, the end point is the Lake Placid train station. What first caught my attention with the Northville Placid Trail was the diversity of it, and it seems to to offer a little bit of everything except for summoning very high peaks. And that sounds kind of strange talking about a trail in the Adirondacks that doesn't summit high peaks because most of us automatically think of these high you know the forty six highest summits in the Adirondacks, but no, this goes through some you pass lakes, streams, rivers, in fact, you got spruce, West Canada, and Cedar lakes along with Cold river or what they refer to as the Cold River region. you are also going to pass through some of the high peaks when you get to the northern end you're actually in the high peak region so you'll be looking to both sides and actually seeing you'll see some of these high peaks but you're not going to be climbing them that's always a side trip you could take which is another i guess you could say pro about this trail is that at 138 miles you could work out time to add a couple days on and maybe when you're finished do some of the high peaks but that's not my plan my plan would be the Hike the trail, and if I did any kind of side trips, it might be to some fire towers. Its highest point is Blue Mountain, which is at 3,008 feet above sea level. And for Andorondike Peak, that's not very high. Uh, but on that trail, it's probably the only real, what I'd call serious elevation gain you're going to come across. Uh, so, yeah, looking at it, you probably have one day where. If elevation is something you're not crazy about, you're going to work kind of hard that day. Uh, for me, my strategy would be is to that be my lightest day, though. That's I'm going to be resupplying the next day, but I'll get into resupply soon. Um, now I want to talk about some of the pros. We'll look at the pros and the cons of this trail. Because, again, I'm weighing it out. I I know what I'm in for if I go up to New Hampshire. I know I'm in for every day. Probably going to have that grueling climb once I hit the whites, with this beautiful view. So I'm familiar with that. But now as I'm weighing the two trails out, I'm looking at the pros and cons of of hiking the Northville Placid Trail. So I'll start with the pros. Plenty of opportunities for camping. I like that. I'm not one of these guys that feels like, hey, I've got to get my 15 or 20 in a day. No. Hey, there may be days where I'm good at 5, I'm good with 10. Maybe I'll do 15. But I really like having options. I like being able to just go by the seat of my pants. I have an idea how many miles I'm going to do every day. I need to know that so I can plan my food and my resupplies. But I also like knowing that if I just don't feel like going the extra miles or if I want to go a little further, the options are there. Water, (laughs) water is definitely not an issue. (laughs) And we're going to find that's a pro and a con, but there's water everywhere. There's streams, lakes, creeks, a river, as I said earlier water's never a problem. In fact, I've read about people who just bring a leader with them and just keep filling it up as they go along. Um, and the diversity, as I said, you're going to be hiking through, when you leave Northville, if you're heading Northville, you're northbound, you're going to be, well, in some pretty swampy areas. Um, there'll, be, there'll be beaver dams and uh, staying at campgrounds with some beautiful lake views. And then when you cross over into the high peaks region, you'll be surrounded by beautiful mountains. And it you start to feel like you get that real wilderness experience. Uh, one of the things that I've read about this and I've heard from people who have hiked it is that solitude is a big deal. If solitude is your thing, you're going to get that on this trail, uh, especially as you hike further north. You're going to really get that feeling that you're out there in the wilderness by yourself. In fact, so much by yourself that if I do it, I'm probably going to buy an in or one of those rescue-type beacons and hope that if I need to use it, they can find me fast enough. And resupply points. Now, I've heard people talk about that there's limited resupply points on the Northville Placid Trail, but I, I don't really see it that way. I, I think that any hiker that's in reasonably good condition can make it to the, the town of Placeco. Um, and you can either send a resupply box there. There is a post office there, and there's, I believe, a, a convenience store. And my plan is to hike onto Long Lake. Now, between Pasika and Long Lake, there's also Blue Mountain. I want to push onto Long Lake simply because I don't want the extra weight in my pack. I don't want to resupply it. Blue Mountain. It kind of... Blue Mountain and Long Lake are not very far from each other. So I'm going to... See if I can push push things a little bit and make it to Long Lake. If I get to Blue Mountain and I'm that low on supplies, I'll just hike in the Blue Mountain, get what I need for that day, go back on the trail, and the next day I'll go pick up my resupply in Long Lake. Not a big deal. And they, all three of those towns look like p- pretty cool little trail towns. Not like we, you're likely to see on the Appalachian Trail or on the Long Trail, but nice little communities that will offer you the amenities that you, you need, the basic amenities. And opportunities for taking a night off if you want. If you want to check into a hotel to get off the trail. There's campgrounds if you want to just take a shower. So the, those opportunities are there. It's just about planning and trying to get, trying to, with me at least, trying to pace it out. The cons. Well, you're going to get wet. Yes, you are. There are beaver dams, and with all that water and streams and rivers, there's going to be wet land. There's going to be swampy areas, and it is the Adirondacks, and there are those chances every day, pretty good in the summer, that you're going to get a thunderstorm. Be prepared for it. If the rain's that big a deal, don't hike it, I guess. I'll be honest with you, it's something that's going through my mind, it, would it, Would I get to that point where if it rained every day for three or four days in a row, would the suck factor get so bad that I would just simply say, "Eh, I've I've had enough? That's something that's weighing on me. Bugs. (laughs) And this is a tricky one. All right. The Adirondacks has a long winter, long, long cold period. So you have to time it so as the temperatures get warm, but not so warm that the black flies are out and are biting you to death. To get your hike in or wait till after black fly season, which could be any time between, from what I understand, June 1st to sometimes as late as the 4th of July. And then you're heading into a season where you're going to have a lot of deer flies. What I'm hearing is that September, October might be the best times to hike the Northville Placid Trail. And here, this is where it becomes a con for me. And the bugs are there and it's part of being outdoors. But I remember my experience hiking to Cranberry 50 last year and just being absolutely swarmed by deer flies that I've never seen. And this was in August. And I've kind of got that going through my mind. If I have to do that every day where I'm throwing on my head net and when I set up my tent, I can't wait to get in my tent just to get away from the flies. And I get out of my tent just long enough to go prepare my food, eat it so I can get back into the tent and get away from the flies. I don't know if I have the patience to wait till September to go on my annual adventure. That's something that's going to, going to definitely weigh into my my decision. Or just deal with the flies. Um, <laughs> I survived it when I did the cranberry 50. Can't be that big a deal. Um, the trail has a lot to offer. Uh, so, yes, I, I'm considering it. Uh, look, hey, weigh in on it. Send me an email. Go to popperbeerhikes.com and send us a message. Or go to our Instagram page and tell us what you think. Have you hiked the Northville Placid Trail? If you did, what kind of experience did you have? Um, give it a try. You know, go take a look at it. There's some interesting history there. You're, going, you're on a logging roads for periods. Uh, they've done a great job of getting a lot, a lot of the trail off the road. There aren't many road walks left on the trail anymore. You are going to come, into, come across some blowdowns, especially if you go further north. So navigation can be an issue. But, yeah, I just have to decide if I'm up for the challenge or not. But it certainly looks like a fun and exciting trail. And If it was all that bad, not so many people would be out there hiking in any way, would they? Maybe I just have to not be such a wimp and just go out and do it. Um, well, make sure you're getting out there, whatever it is you like doing. Whether it's biking, paddling, backpacking horseback riding i don't care what you do just get out there and enjoy it enjoy the weather look we're looks like we're heading to the other side of the pandemic things are opening back up get out there and enjoy yourself This episode of Pop Bear Hikes has been brought to you by Avalon Publicity. Avalon Publicity, increasing the digital footprint of content creators and skilled professionals via website development and social media services. For more information about Avalon Publicity, go to their website, avalonbusiness.org. That's avalonbusiness.org.